Now for something completely different. Welcome to Shout Out. Out of the closet and into your ears. Hello, I'm Andy Shilton. I'm Steffi Barnett and a very warm welcome to Shout Out. Today on the show, the Recovery Festival. Started in 2013, this festival has become one of the biggest recovery-focused events in the region. And we'll be talking to the organisers. And News Extra, Terry's here with your deep dive. Oh, today, right here on Shout Out. <laughs> What were you laughing about there? Were you laughing at Terry doing deep dives or something? Yes. Um, Actually, deep dives with Tom Daly. Well, okay. (laughs) Weirdly, that's where my head went to. That's where we're sat together. I was in the corner, in the naughty corner. I was just thinking of Homer Simpson saying that and laughing. What did Homer deep dive regularly say? Deep dive. But you did it instead. Well, yes. (laughs) (laughs) I I I feel confused, but maybe it's because I'm not Bristolian. Wolf. I know. Ugh. I've started early. Deep dive. Deep yeah. dive. Deep dive. How are you doing, Andy? I'm alright. <laughs> <laughs> Funnily enough, all of a sudden I can understand you. <laughs> <laughs> wow, I'm got have subtitles on the screen. <laughs> I'm alright as well. That's shocking. <laughs> I know. Uh, only on shout out are we allowed to uh, to mock stuff. <laughs> no, I'm 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 good. It's nice. The, the weather's kind of like it, it's summer's beautiful. like I mean, we enjoy it because it lasts a week and it'll be over. But oh. it feels like it's here. Yeah. Here in the bank UK, holiday this weekend. If as you're well, in the UK, yes. if you're in Ireland, I don't believe that Whitson is a bank holiday. Oh. But, uh, I've just lost track of how many bank holidays we've had a lot, had. haven't we? Is that for it a now? change. Uh, this is it until August, I believe. It is right. end of August, and yeah. then it's all over by the shouting. And it'll be uh, and we'll be doing the shouting. Crimbo before we yeah. know it. That's oh, the no, first no. official mention of Christmas Ooh. there. In uh, wow. May, I'm getting so getting you know, uh, looks from the audience. Yeah, <laughs> shouldn't have mentioned that. You know, you could get the sack for mentioning the c word before first yeah. of December on this station. Wow! Some of those shopping channels. You know, they get, you get those shopping channels. Yes. Oh, they're probably preview. doing it now, aren't they, they? They start early. They do them in June. Yeah, they. Have, I've seen. Christmas stuff for sale in June. <laughs> you yeah. see adverts for Christmas on Boxing's, Boxing Day for that company that tell you how to save your money for oh, Christmas yeah. Day. Part <laughs> and that will Companies never like not that. make me laugh. Can I, yeah. can I just yeah. question your sanity, Mr. Star, being our news editor, that you're actually watching a shopping channel and you said that out loud. <laughs> They're great. They sell some amazing things, don't they? <laughs> I really, don't know. I've never really vile things <laughs> that <laughs> they try and make them sound. Different type Fantastic. Of isn't that where you found the gay starter kit? Was that the Shopping channels. <laughs> that would be something else, wouldn't it? Yeah. We, we need an LGBTQI shopping, plus shopping, shopping channel. channel for gay men. I bet you there is one. And, uh, what, yeah. gay starter kit? No, can a, be. an LGBT. We got the rights. An LGBT um, 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 <laughs> shopping, shopping channel. channel. Yeah. If there is, I, I don't know. Of if it. there isn't, uh, we've now copyrighted it. Channels. Thank you very much. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Shout out TV. Yeah, that's, that's right. the next thing we'll be going <laughs> into. Gay starter kits. <laughs> Television. I think we should really get them cracking now, ready for Christmas. Well, the game Terry's already mentioned the We'll get word. Steve from Prowler in before yeah. Christmas. Okay. Yeah. Oh, well, it was yeah. him that we threw with that, wasn't it? It was, and Cameron, yeah. when he was yeah. working for Prowler as well. <laughs> Lovely Cameron. Yeah. Those were the days. So, um, anyway, yeah, um, uh, we've got lots on the show today. We have. We have recovery. Mm, yes. 
Yes, oh, and, um, always a very important subject to, yeah, be, to and, be discussing. And also BDPs, uh, which is an excellent organisation based here in Bristol, which is the Bristol Drugs Project. They have an LGBTQIA-specific uh, service called PRISM, and we'll be talking about that yes. as well. Yes. Yes. Um, and then later on, got deep dive into the news. Deep mm-hmm. diving? Deep dive, sorry. Deep diving. With <laughs> <laughs> Steph of her. Yeah, Steph has got something really good that's that's actually taken the place of what I planned. Thank you, Steph. Wow. I spent about 30 seconds, ceaseless work, trying to get Fancy. something up together. Fancy and she's being. replaced it. She's replaced it. Fancy Fancy being admonished live on air. <laughs> <laughs> he just speaks uh, the truth. Just as if I would, Steph. Thank you. No, it's too late now, stuff. Terry. is out there. 250,000 <laughs> listeners can't be wrong. That many. <laughs> Specifically for tonight, yes. <laughs> to be precise. Now, of course, um, in the news, um, last night it broke, actually. Um, a very sad loss of Tina Turner. Yes. Oh, yeah, that's yeah. really upsetting. Um, and quite young as well. Yeah. 83 is no age these days. Especially yeah. not for a woman. So I, I didn't think we want to play like nothing but Tina Turner all the way through, but I've got Tina Turner tracks. So, Why because not? so many she artists have taken her music and... And done it again. Like I've got Celine Dion later on coming up. She did River Deep Mountain High mm. as well. Yeah, yeah. she had a, so. a terrible marriage, didn't she? It was a lot he was of very abusive. Abuse. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and she reinvented herself in the yeah. 1980s. Yes, and on um, the, and the and BBC News um, article, actually, there is an interview with her where she talks all about it and about the book as well. It's, mm. it's, it's about three or four minutes long. Mm. Um, well, well worth um, oh, um, watching. Yeah, but um, very, very sad, very sad loss to the music industry to uh, such a legend. Indeed. So um, we, yeah. we thought uh, we would dedicate the tracks to it. To I think that's a nice day, idea. So. Yeah. Um, so anyway, stay with us. Uh, when we come back, we'll be talking to the Recovery Festival. But for now, you're listening to Shout Out. The Shout Out Podcast. Uh, the lovely Tina Turner and the best cracking song that one, isn't it? So. Brilliant, yeah. I like the Phil Spector uh, songs that she did, like Prague Mary and River Deep Mountain yeah, High. Back in the 60s. Uh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, cool. Yeah. Well, I got um, uh, Prague Mary in later on, actually, in the show. You have, by uh, Celine Dion, yeah? No, by Glee. Oh, okay. And they, they did a lovely version of it, if you remember Glee. You've got uh, Celine Dion in the show, though, haven't you? Uh, yeah, coming up later, I've got River Deep Mountain High. Right. So. Okay. Brilliant. If if we have time, <laughs> if, if if we have time, yeah, yeah, it depends if we end up like, um, like lynching Terry again or not. Okay. <laughs> so anyway, um, we're very warm. Welcome to uh, guests in the studio for a change. We've done quite a few uh, pre-records recently, haven't we? Yeah. So it's nice to have some people in the studio. Um, come to talk to us about Recovery Festival. Yeah. Um, uh, very warm welcome to Sophie and to Becky. Hello. Um, Hi. First of all, um, do you want to give us a bit of background about yourselves? Yeah, sure. So my name's Sophie. Um, I work at Bristol Drugs Project, like Becky, but I'm here with a different hat on tonight. Uh, yeah. Multiple hats. Yeah, multiple hats. <laughs> um, tell me about it. Yeah. So tonight <laughs> I am here to talk about the Recovery Festival, which yeah. I've been involved in for about, I think, about five years. So one of my other hats is that I run all of our creative community stuff at BDP. So our orchestra, our choir, drama group. So we performed oh, at the gosh. festival for many years and then I joined the committee about two years ago I think um, and I am responsible for entertainment and speakers. So lots of free time then. Oh I have loads of free time. <laughs> I've just got nothing to do. I'm not doing anything after this either. No, no, no. Yeah. So that's me. So I'm here, yeah, um, to talk about the Recovery Festival, try and get some of your listeners to come down if they live in Bristol or the Southwest. That is my job. Cool. Um, and Becky, you're um, from Prism, correct me if I'm wrong. 
Yeah, that's right. So I work um, also at BDP with Sophie. Um, I work in the engagement and early intervention team and uh, co-run PRISM with uh, Jack and Josh and our lovely volunteers, Lizzie and B. Cool. Now, for, for, now, I think we mentioned it at the beginning of the show, but for listeners, um, just, just give a differentiation between BDP and um, PRISM because it's kind of like a bit of it, isn't it, PRISM? Yeah, exactly. So PRISM is one of our many groups um, that BDP runs. So uh, PRISM supports uh, people um, from the LGBTQ plus community with um, their drug and alcohol um, use. Cool. But it's specifically for LGBT plus, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, exactly. Whereas Bristol Drugs Project is a lot wider. So Yeah, yeah. Cool. Uh, now, the, the festival, um, I, I won't lie, I feel really terrible. I hadn't heard of it until till I we were looking at it with this show, but it's been going quite a while. How, how long ago did it start? You weren't quite at the beginning, I think. Ten years. Ten years. Ten wow, years. Gosh. I went to the first one. Yeah, yeah, ten years we've been going. And we've been in various venues all around Bristol. We've been up in... Oh, I can't remember the name of the church. Up in Clifton. Um, we were at St. Agnes Church for a while. Um, and this is our second year at Trinity. So we're kind of getting bigger. And because I'm involved, I want the entertainment to be bigger. So we're doing a big kind of takeover stage outside this year and having it like a proper proper festival. Amazing. So loads of music, loads of bands, DJs, as well as all the speakers and and the and everything else that we have going on. But yeah, 10 years it's been going. Yeah. Gosh. So what, what, do you know what brought it about in the first place? Um, It was a coming together of people who have lived experience of recovery. I think in the beginning it was mainly around drug and alcohol use, but now it's it's recovery from from whatever. So we have uh, mental health agencies there as well, well-being agencies. Um, And it was definitely a a bringing together of people who worked in services, people with lived experience, people who just cared, rather than having this kind of differentiation of like people who work in services, you know, like in the service providers. So we have lots of mutual aid groups as well, lots of peer-led projects. Um, and it's done on, uh, so there are organizations on the committee, but there's also volunteers on the committee. So people who give their time for free because we want it to be like an everyone in it together, kind of equalizing committee. Nice. So, well, I mean, we, we call it a festival. So, I, I, I'm assuming from what you said about all the other things you're involved in, though, live acts and that kind of stuff, is it just yeah. BDP um, or do you have others down as well? Um, we have, so we've got eight sponsors. Um, so, we've got people from Second Step coming down, AWP, In Hope. Oh, I'm not going to be able to say them all. Care Forum, <laughs> The Junction. Uh, ARA, DHI, BDP. Um, so all of those guys are coming down and talking about their services. And then the ACTS, we've got the UK's only recovery record label coming up from Brighton, who I work with a lot, called Not Saints. They're amazing. Oh, amazing. So they're bringing up three of their ACTS. We've also got a record label from Bristol performing called Red, Red Tangent. <coughs> and they work with uh, people who've been through the criminal justice system, um, ex-prisoners. So we're really excited to have them on board this year. We've got... Um, Ryan performing from them and then we've got so my groups we've got the choir and the orchestra performing we've got Paul Danan with the morning after drama project which has been in Bristol for a few years now they're performing so loads and loads of stuff on stage as well as everything else going on so we've got workshops upstairs we've got yoga we've got meditation we've got sober wolf um, fitness as well it's a great name, best name in the festival, I think. <laughs> We've got art workshops, 
uh, photography workshops. We've got free haircuts for people, Gosh. face painting, oh, free food. I wish food. I still needed haircuts. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, we can do something. We can do something on the side. We can do it. So uh, who is it aimed at then? Is it anyone can come or are Absolutely. you specifically trying to... You know, I'm, I'm assuming part of it is you know the outreach and yeah. you know, making it more accessible. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. It's aimed at anyone who um, wants to come to a positive festival about recovery. Um, so anyone with lived experience, we want to be able to promote the positivity of recovery. Some people don't like that word, and I think it's important to, to, to say that. It's not a word that everybody who's got lived experience of mental health or substance use wants to use, but that but, is sorry, what we use. Recovery. Recovery, right. yeah, yeah. Yeah, so we, so we are not only for people who have recovered mm. we are for you can't see my quotes on the radio yeah. can you no. i'm doing <laughs> quote hands <laughs> sorry about that listeners um yeah so we're for anybody with lived experience basically of of anything that troubles them whether that be drugs and alcohol whether that be mental health we want to provide a real positive kind of a positive image and a pro- positive possibility of what life could be like mm. Yeah, I mean, what what? Because I can I can imagine listeners at home. Some of them maybe about to go through this journey. They might be mm. recovering. They might have recovered. It's still mm. something that can be very personal and something that you don't necessarily want to go and yeah. shout out um, and be part of a festival. If if people yeah. are concerned, but might be tempted to come yeah what, what kind of advice would you give them oh i mean there's no registration or anything it's free you just turn up it's really friendly everyone's just there'll be lots of people down there who've been before who'll just be getting on with it and dancing getting their food sitting down it's it's really really friendly there's no one going to be coming up to you and going are you in recovery would you like to be like if you want to mm. talk to someone you talk to someone if you want to go and find a store with an organization that you're interested in or a mutual aid group great but I guess the reason we're on here specifically is because we we recognize that people within the LGBT plus community as well as lots of other communities who already experience stigma and discrimination Mm. in society for some of those people and not all but for some of those people they might find it harder to access treatment um, for whatever that is because of the stigma that they already experience so they might think that a place like BDP won't get their issues it's important to say not everyone's like that you can't put everyone in a category at all but I'm here to really kind of shout out to your listeners to say that your community or your listeners are really, mm. really welcome at the festival and would like to have more of a presence. And then we can kind of feed into Prism if we need to or set up more services. And I don't know, just get more more stories, lived experience out mm. there. So because that's the way you get people in mm. is people with lived experience, people from the LGBT community there talking about it. Well, that's, that's the thing that kind get of people in. what led to PRISM, wasn't it? Yeah. Mm. So. yeah. I mean, yeah. How, how does the profile look at the moment? Because, I mean, from the gay press for many, many years has been reporting that LGBT plus people are more likely to use drugs and yeah. tend to be polydrug users. What's the profile like here in Bristol? I mean, are, are we seeing a great number of people that are referred to PRISM and, and BDP, is there a higher drug use rate amongst LGBT plus people than non-LGBT plus people? Um, yeah, it has been found that the they are uh, drastically underrepresented, underrepresented, I can't even say that word, <laughs> underrepresented um, in drug services despite having higher rates of substance or alcohol use than right. um, hetero or cis people. Um, and yeah, we see you know a lot of referrals to our service. Um, our service has been going for many years. Don't ask me exactly mm-hmm. how many because uh, 
Not very professional, but I've a forgotten. A fair, a fair while. <laughs> a good few years. Yeah, yeah many years. Um, yeah, and it is a really well-known service. And we're going to have a store at Recovery Festival like we did last year. Um, so hopefully we can get the message out further and people can, um, you know, either ask for information about the group or the one-to-one service there or, you know, they can pass on their details and we can get in contact. Um, so there's no pressure to come up to the stand and sort of say everything there and then um yeah we can we can do it more but can, can I, if, if you do go and you'd like to have a conversation mm-hmm. with someone are they going to be places where you could potentially do that confidentially rather than just on the front of a store yeah good point um mm. in the garden there is lots of space that we're not using and i don't know if you guys know the trinity in the garden there's lots of beautiful allotment spaces mm. and i reckon that will be the confidential space we the, trinity is an amazing venue mm. but there aren't many rooms there's yes, like a no. few big ones yeah for listeners outside of bristol yeah. tr- trinity used to be a church it's mm, been deconcentrated deconsecrated and turned into um, um an entertainment venue and, yeah. and a very good one at that so it's very popular mm. isn't it so but you, yeah. you are right it's got a massive floor downstairs and yeah. massive floor upstairs <laughs> hasn't it but lovely gardens and you're yeah. having a stage outside as well yeah yeah we're yeah. using this stage this year yeah so i'm thinking if someone did want a confidential chat i'm sure we could find space for that outside yeah. as long as it's not raining it's not mm. going to rain. And BDP is still going to be open whilst the recovery festival is going that on. Is so, true. you know, and it's yeah. not far from the Trinity Centre. So, um, yeah, people can easily pop across. Cool. So, now you said it's free. Mm-hmm. Um, what mm-hmm. date are we? We are Thursday, the 6th of July. We're going from 12 till 6 in the afternoon. Brilliant. Cool. And, and like you said, people just turn up. There's no need to book or anything. Absolutely not. No, we want to make it as accessible as possible. We're going to get. Like our profile of people who come are ranging from people who are street homeless, street drinkers, mm. all that to people who who consider themselves in recovery for like 10, 20, 30, mm. 40 years. So mm. we don't want any barriers. It's just open, come on in. We might count you just so we know how many people are in there. Yeah, might you give you a wristband <laughs> to <laughs> food. Just for legal reasons, I yeah, yeah. count people in yeah. there, don't you? Yeah. So. Well, listen, um, it's brilliant. Hopefully we're going to come down as well yeah, um, and, and join you. Um, we literally just started talking about that, so we'll let you know when we know a bit more about that um, uh, nearer to the time. But uh, for now, thank you to both of you for joining us. Um, and so I really much. hope the festival continues to be uh, the success it's been this Sounds like it's going to grow this year as well. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you very much for having us. See you on the six. Uh, stay with us. You're listening to Shout Out. Back in a minute. Shout Out. LGBT Radio for you. The Shout Out Podcast. The lovely Glee cast and a proud Mary. I thought they did this one very uh, it's a great justice. Song. Yeah, they did do it justice. Yeah, it did it really well. So, uh, but of course, it was Tina Turner, and and I think it was when she was with her Ike. ex-husband. Ike, yeah, that wow. I think it was, was, wasn't it? Yeah, one of those written. Motown greats. I, yeah. I can't listen to this and not dance. It's just absolutely contagious. <laughs> yeah, amazing yeah. song, amazing performance. Every time she performed it, just oh, yes. phenomenal. Yeah, what a star. Yeah. There you wow. go. So, all right, should we get some news headlines? Yes, of course. This is Shout Out News on Thursday, the 25th of May. 
LGBT plus ally, presenter and singer of some fantastic trance house anthems from all of our clubbing histories, Danny Minogue has spoken of her joy to be involved in I Kissed a Boy, the new dating show featuring a young cast of gay men and showing on BBC Three television. According to media website Digital Spy, Danny said the LGBT plus community is very important to me, my friends, my people. I didn't want to be part of anything that was not aligned with my intentions of looking after those people, wanting it to be great for them, wanting it to be a really cool experience so it was a lot of research for me before getting from that first conversation to actually filming it. I think we've got a great cast a great crew looking after everyone and these guys lives are going to change overnight. In a lengthy interview with the Radio Times magazine Danny also questioned why gay dating shows had not been made by mainstream television before. Bookhouse in Bristol's Wapping Wharf is one of the revitalised number of independent bookstores that across the UK are providing an alternative to the anti-trade union Amazon Corporation. They're also very much rooted in the community with a rolling programme of events. On Wednesday the 29th of May, a profile of queer footprints with Dan Glass in conversation with Faye Fr- Faye Freeman will take place. This new book will take you through the city streets to uncover the scandalous, hilarious and empowering events of London's queer story, following the footprints of veteran activists such as those who marched in London's first Pride Parade in 1972 or who witnessed the 1999 bombing of the Admiral Duncan pub in Soho. And BBC Radio's independent and alternative music network Radio 6 Music is to celebrate LGBTQIA plus pride through music this June. Media website RCS Radio Today says that there will be a whole special season of guest presenters and programming with Skin and Grove and Skunk and Nancy, Ezra Furman and Laura Jane Grace of Against Me, Rufus Wainwright, Justin Vivian Bond and feminist punk band Big Joanne all participating in special broadcasts broadcasts. In addition, Six Music's Loud and Proud All Day takes place on Friday 9th of June with non-stop uplifting music from 5am until midnight. Gay Times magazine has published a useful and important guide to online self-harm known as digital self-harm, defining it as perpetually seeking out anti-LGBT plus content online, engaging with conversations even when this is damaging to our mental health and not being able to stop scrolling through the hate of right-wingers and other groups. Jamie Windust, writing for Gay Times, says lots of LGBT plus people don't seek out conflict or engage with anti-gay views with a desire to harm themselves. But Repeated behaviour over time can become something that we end up falling into a rhythm with. It then becomes commonplace to check social media every day, despite its harmful conversations. We end up thinking that what we are seeing is normal, and this can lead to internalising anti-LGBT plus beliefs or projecting those beliefs onto ourselves and those around us. This affects our mood, our energy levels, our relationships, and ultimately our mental health. The LGBT Plus Foundation charity has published a guide for the community to equip people to spot the signs of digital self-harm in themselves and others and also has some practical solutions to heal from online hatred. You can download this via gaytimes.co.uk. News in brief now. LGBTQIA plus activists have sent appreci- appreciations to Greenpeace International after the long-running ecological campaign group reminded its members of the intersectionality of movements for social justice and climate justice. Greenpeace remarked, we believe that a diverse and inclusive movement is a stronger movement. On this International Day Against Homophobia, Biphobia and Transphobia, we celebrate diversity and promote acceptance and respect for the LGBTQIA plus community.
Now, some papers in the UK are apparently misleading readers into thinking that the reason the Oxford Union, the posh university's debating society, is being cut out of the life of the university student union is to do with the hosting of anti-transgender activist Kathleen Stock. But Pink News reports that email correspondence reveals that the real reason has nothing to do with guests past or present. Sophie Perry, writing for Pink News, notes the decision was instead due to a documented history of alleged bullying, sexual harassment, discrimination and data privacy breaches affecting students. Meanwhile, Ms Stock is due to deliver a lecture to the debating union in June. The Oxford University Society OULGBTQ Plus said letting Stock bring her campaign of hate and misinformation to Oxford, allowing her to stoke fear against trans people without challenge right before Pride Month and at a time when the trans community is facing a constant attack, is a move we vehemently oppose and will actively protest. In Northern Ireland, local, local poll Sinn Féin has likely become the biggest party of local government overtaking Conservative Unionist parties for the first time, according to The Guardian. Sinn Féin, which was linked to the provisional IRA during the period known as the Troubles, has a social democratic platform and a strong LGBT plus right platform. Gay television presenter Philip Schofield has stepped down as presenter of ITV1's flagship daytime television magazine this morning after weeks of intense speculation about a rift with a fellow presenter. OK Magazine said that he might be lined up to present a major new programme for either ITV or Channel 5. The Trades Union Congress says that it has worked with its constitute unions to establish a new network called Trade Unions for Trans Right Network. Joe Grady, writing for the TUC, reports the network unequivocally commits to the UK trade union movement to the cause of trans liberation. At a time when trans people are consistently used as a collateral by right-wing media outlets and politicians, the formation of this network on the British left is vital. Historians and bloggers have noted the centenary of the birth of Peter Wildblood, who's campaigning in the 1950s and the book Against the Law helped prepare the way for limited gay law reform in the 60s. Wildblood was, as the Antinous blog notes, the first man in Britain to declare publicly that he was gay. He was a beacon and courage of hope in an age of darkness and despair for gay men. Everyone advised him to remain quiet, and yet he chose to speak out. He did not choose to be exposed, but, placed at the mercy of events, he chose to become their master. The Smithsonian TV channel reports that scientists and historians are working together to better understand the origin of deep kissing or French kissing. It spreads up to one billion bacteria between mouths at a time but is persistently popular, although not culturally universal. Ancient texts dating from 4,500 BCE contain references to kissing, but sculptures from an astonishing 9,000 years BCE may also depict kissing. It may be that the practice is part of our genetic behaviour and dates to the earliest humans and their ancestors millions of years ago in Africa. And finally, a fat liberation blog on Tumblr has summarised some of the reasons why ultra-conservatives in Florida are trying to suppress education of LGBT plus people and people of colour. The blog notes, although conservatives like Ron DeSantis attacking education and now even higher education as being done for an awful lot of reasons, I haven't seen any mention of what is probably the main reason why conservatives are so emphatic about destroying all education about diversity. And that reason is that it's been shown that people who receive receive more education, who go to college, tend to vote more with Democrats than Republicans, especially so when considering how university populations are usually the easiest time someone will ever have to meet people of other identities, cultures and communities. For these news stories and more, check out our website at shoutoutradio.lgbt. For Shoutout News, this has been Ezra Peregrine and Terry Starr.
Shout Out News. National and international LGBT news for you. Shout Out. LGBT radio for you. The Shout Out Podcast. For more information about Shoutout Radio, visit us online at shoutoutradio.lgbt. Shoutout. LGBT radio for you. There you go, the lovely Celine Dion singing uh, River Deep Mountain High, which oh, of course is a turn a powerful track. So. Yes. And a powerhouse yeah. in and of herself. Mm, yeah, Indeed. I didn't realise what a gay icon um, Tina Turner actually was. Mm. Oh, very Appa- much Apparently so. her struggle with her ex-husband and the fact that she reclaimed and rebuilt her whole career... Mm was massively inspirational mm. and she yeah. led the first Pride in um, San Francisco and, and all sorts and oh, wow. pushed for marriage equality yeah. 14, 15 years she was before an ally. it passed. In, Definitely an ally. Yeah. But it's in not just US. about being an ally. I mean, if you think about those great, strong women who have become <coughs> gay icons, uh, and it usually is women, it's people like Judy Garland, Billie mm. Holiday... Yeah. You know, Billy Holiday. You know, all these people that overcame adversity during their lives, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. and yep. you know, that's one thing that the LGBT plus community has always latched yeah. onto. Yeah, know, because we've all had to overcome things in our lives. Yeah. Anyway, now talking of latching on to things, <laughs> Steph. Just, just, just <laughs> 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 right, wow, that wasn't where I was going. <laughs> You're terrible, <laughs> and so it continues. <laughs> so now, as as we know from um, statistics we've had, like the fact that um, the UK has dropped from I think third to something like seventeenth, seventeenth yeah. in the equality in the yoga, um yeah, um, o- over the last couple of years, which yep. is terrible. Uh, the equality is going backwards yeah it's um, the only way to really describe just it. let you know ilga are on the show next week oh marvelous oh, with full information on those yeah. on those stats so yeah. but uh, of course it's not just here as well and, and unfortunately a lot of the world is affected by what goes on in america mm. um and we've seen all Indeed. kinds of stuff going on like um disney's standing mm. for equality and and rights mm. leading to a huge great fight between them and DeSantis, who is yeah. now going for president. Mm. Yeah. Um, and unfortunately, they're not the only ones who've recently been attacked no. for standing. But it's uh, Florida getting worse now because they're starting to remove books from of black history yes. from schools, yes, yes. Uh, as well as queer history, yeah. which is... They're going um, after every minority. Yeah. 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 The f- yeah. It's a fascist state, Florida, basically. Yeah. Can you imagine if he got his president? Anyway, also happening in the States, um, there's been attacks on on Target chemists. Now, Target don't exist um, in the UK. I was going to say, what, what are Targets? Um, it, it's, yeah, it's a bit like um, a Boots, I guess. They're a pharmacy, but they sell, also sell clothes and oh, lots yeah. of... Other. I see them a bit more like Asda, but then you would say that's Walmart. <laughs> so I would put them in the middle. Asda is Walmart. Yeah, that's what I mean. Well, no, but they're, I, they're not anymore. They're not. They're oh. being sold by Walmart. So oh. just, just as a side, side I see Target as basically like um, a clothes store, boots, but it yeah. also has makeup and yeah. a wash Super stuff. Super drug and type thing. Yeah, but, oh, but okay. with a lot of clothes. Yeah, they do do That's clothes the and toys as well. So There's a lot of toys yeah. and yeah. clothes. Yeah. 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 But so they've been short. They're a big national chain all yeah. the way across America. So Target have been targeted. They have. 
um, by the right wing and stores have been attacked so they've put up as usual no, we should say why what, what were they doing in the store that led to the attack um, in June in the States is what they call Pride Month whereas in the UK we tend to spread it from January to December <laughs> we're gay <laughs> you know. all year round yeah. Yeah. yeah we don't restrict it to one month God so damn, I think, I think so we do gay. have. I do think. I think we do have Pride Month here. Yes, in, in yeah. June, I think that's just a follow-on yeah, from yeah. the states. Um, but so what happens is all companies that support LGBTQIA rights put Pride merchandise in their stores. Um, that will be Walmart. Um, it will be Target. But right-wing Christians have been going into these stores and wrecking and destroying some of the um, the queer merchandise. But not only that, they've been abusing the staff. Um, so Target have pulled a lot of their stuff out of the stores and anything that's left they put at the back of the store. Yeah, a guy now, called uh, Matt Walsh, who's known as a right-wing commentator, commented and said that the goal is to make pride toxic for brands. Yeah. Yeah. Um, um, if they decide to shove this garbage in our face, they should know they'll pay the price. It won't be worth whatever they think they'll gain. Mm. So good. much for free speech that the yeah. right wing is always yeah. talking about. Yeah. Mm. The problem is they have to take care of their staff. Yes. And if their staff are being attacked, I, I think I would be in a cleft stick because well, what would you do? Your, your staff are paramount to look after, aren't they? And if well, they're being abused put some more security on well that is one of the things that uh, this report has stated that maybe target instead of backing down from bullies because they basically what these yeah. people are should put in more security as mm. uh, i was just saying they backed down very quick um they yeah. made they made mm. they had they had what they saw were two choices but actually i think they saw it in a very black and white mm. um term you know we mm. either take this stock out and and you know keep our staff safe or we keep the stock out we make make our staff unsafe well that isn't uh, the think, only option think, that they had do you think that that's that's what's leading to half of it you know the 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 those Fear, that are homophobic transphobic etc mm. um are so vocal and so mm. effectively abusive with it. Mm. Do you think it's making people more scared? Yeah, I think people are really frightened. Um, and I think a lot of people go into work um, in uh, in certain jobs worried about, about customers as it is. Um, I think when people have to go into work um, and it p potentially expect to have um, some verbal or physical um, confrontation happen uh, must be a very very frightening space to be mm. in um, and yes they absolutely just mean, deserve to I be protected just, I don't just mean that but I mean in in general I mean we're, we're seeing that minority that is anti yeah. LGBT getting extremely vocal mm. I think the thing is you say the minority but evangelical Christians and right wing Christians uh, there's a huge number in the states. They are. They, they are. They, they. Their numbers have been declining, according to some polls, and increasingly, young people, even from an evangelical background, are turning away from the sp specifically anti-gay extremist stuff. They're being turned off by that, saying there's much more to Christianity than that. But you, you are right. They are a significant minority group and very but, very vocal and with lots of money, minority. lots and lots of money. Yeah. Also, yeah. not all these people are people of faith. 
Yeah. You know, a lot of these people who yes. are being homophobic, transphobic, um, and just o- overall very, very hateful in its in in the extreme, um, they're not all religious. Yeah. Um, they might, I mean, you know, some people will come at it and say that they clearly are. You know, that that this is satanic or this is against God. Um, but there are other people who just genuinely are very very homophobic and transphobic and it has absolutely nothing to do um with any books they do or don't don't I read think, and, yeah, and yes that of course some literature is, fuels their hatred it is taught we know that yes i mean homosexuality has been seen in almost every species on the planet Homo- yes homophobia is in one yes Absolutely. That's Absolutely. a very good point. I um, hadn't thought of it like that. Yeah, very eloquent. Yeah. I'd just like to say I did have to, uh, just because like, in my head, Target was Costco. It basically is. And I wanted to make sure I got that right. So I had a quick look and they sell everything. So UK listeners, uh, if you're thinking about what Target is, it's basically Costco. Um, have you Google and it's Target got, um, in America? You can see the photos. Yeah, I mean, yeah. yeah. And, and to be honest, um, yeah. they're on a big, big but scale. So I don't know. I don't know how you feel. For, for, for me, it's a little bit upsetting that they did do the back pedal because i mean yeah. if you go back to like 60s 70s 80s when this fight was like this non-stop mm-hmm. and a lot more vocal and not a lot more repressed because we hadn't reached equality you know it took the bravery of a lot of people and stores like target to say no you yeah. can do and this trans all, women you can do this all you like <laughs> we're still yeah. going to stand proud and stand by you know our lgbt um people it's it's, a, it's an extremely worrying precedent i mean I don't think it's hyperbole, you know, when Steffi used the words fascism. We we do have to look at the historical um, record. And, of course, the very first thing that the German fascists, when they gained power in 1933, went for was the Institute of Magnus Hirschfeld, which was filled with gay books, trans books, and so on. We were the first, you know, the first community they went after. And then, of course, they spread their tendrils out mm. and went after everybody else mm. until there was nobody else left. What yeah. they're also doing so, is going for very small percentages. So they're going yeah. for the, the smallest number of people. So it's like if you were to look at a, a chalkboard and see you've got 100 people on the left-hand side and you've got one on the right and they're trying to find the one mm. that the 100 can flock to to cause the most destruction because of the, because of the masses that are involved mm. there. So 100 will will overrun the one. So what unfortunately, what, what needs to happen is that the one <laughs> becomes the 100 <laughs> and it's an equal, you know, an equal fight. So it's about mm. not talking about people fighting back literally, but but, it, but this is like um, the school ground bully on a huge, huge scale. And it's like the teachers um, taking the ch- child who's being bullied out of the room and telling them to change their behaviour um, so that they don't get bullied anymore well, rather than tackling the bullies. There was a teacher in Florida who got arrested for showing a Disney film. Yes. Because yeah, there was one gay character. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Absol- and now, and now, she's, now yeah, she's going through yeah. the courts, isn't she? Um, we must remember, of course, that Target is a business and it's one of the largest retailers in the USA. And it's been selling themed uh, pride themed merchandise for a long time yeah. to yeah. customers who wanted to buy them. It's capitalism and ultimately a business decision in the interest of enriching Target's shareholders. Joram Wind, a marketing professor at the University of Pennsylvania's Wharton School, said Target was trying to reach a growing LGBTQ market of customers and employees. Around 7% of Americans identify as LGBTQ. Mm. Yeah, it's it's a it's an interesting one. It's that whole debate over you know is it rainbow washing and 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 we, yes, capitalizing we, the, the the pink pound and you know 
I mean, the business is there to make money. They, they, they all are. I think you, know, you, you can't knock them for that. Yeah, and the fact that they're actually going out of their way to be yeah. inclusive and show it, I, I, I personally don't think it's something you should persecute them. And for I think, and I think certainly, even if we do feel sometimes that companies do rainbow wash, <laughs> this must be stopped now. This fascist uh, mm. targeting of Target and other companies. Yeah. Is as yeah. as said, it's bullying. It's um, extremely. They're not alarming. the only ones either, because there's been a few. Isn't it? I think Nike was one of them. Um, got targeted. Budweiser. And Bud, Bud Light. Sorry. Bud Light. Yeah. yeah. Um, um, I mean, that was just extraordinary. I, I actually feel like it's fallen out. Went in one ear, went fell out the other, just because I was just so blown away by what was happening. But it was will with um, uh, a lovely trans woman, Dylan, who was signed to Bud Light, um, and um, then all of these uh, people who you know are transphobic and homophobic. Um, sort of created uproar basically um, and there was a huge backlash and it's just um, it, it's what's also quite staggering is we've also got people like Caitlyn Jenner who um, has said some really really distressingly disturbing and hateful things towards uh, trans women so the, the, we've got a big big problem at the moment um, hate spreading hate and I think what's what's you know w- one thing I would like to say is that there is a huge amount of love out out there for the LGBTQI plus community as it's well it's not for, yeah. all it's not all targeting target. To what extent do people think that the internet is fueling this and certain media platforms which allow hate to sort of like go unchecked? I don't use Twitter, not for that purpose, to comment. But do do we think that the internet has emboldened these very extreme people on the fringes? It's not true that you can hide on the internet, Mm. but people feel that they can and say what they like yeah is right yeah, yeah. They, they very much feel that they're behind a keyboard and it's absolutely fine to type that vile horrible message mm. because no one will know it's you now in reality actually if you type anything on any device on the internet you can be found yes. and, and the police have demonstrated that many times over in countries all over the oh, world yes of course yeah you know um unfortunately for some reason though it's just a case of numbers mm. if the if the platform doesn't police it there's just so many of them um the police would just be overwhelmed if they went after all of them that's right yeah <coughs> so it relies on you know laws being passed that say these and it's not allowed um you know like revenge porn we, we've had laws passed we have, here we have, to, yes. to stop things yeah. things like that you know mm. and and that relies on our governments and as we've seen at the moment certainly here in the uk and in the us the governments themselves are not exactly our greatest allies yeah, yeah no. quite the opposite in yeah. some circumstances. We see it's not just the states, though. Um, the, the states and this country seem to be going down the line, take Malaysia, very, very anti-LGBTQ. They went into a watch store and confiscated 1,000, just one store, confiscated 1,400 Swatch watches because they had rainbow bands. So, Which I don't think was anything to do with pride, no. was it? No. Not, not no, specifically. No, 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 no. But Swatch have now put all those watches back in and they've told all their stores they must keep them on show and just le- <laughs> let them keep getting taken by the police and they put more in <laughs> i like that it attitude. I like but that. you see that's the kind of thing we need the help of big companies to do you know mm. you don't give in to bullies 
Mm. No, I think this. I think yeah. this target need, needed to have been thought about for a lot longer. There needed to have been a yeah. much bigger conversation. They should have involved a lot more LGBTQI plus people, mm. and they should have had a bigger team. Because what it sounds like is they sort of panicked and went, "Okay, this is what we'll do to fix that." Then, but what they've actually mm. done it's is, is accidentally turned their back on the queer community, and and that they need them more now than ever. Yeah, well said. Well said. Well said. Yes. Yes. It's you know we, we've said. Terry will know this because we've been with Shout Out since the very beginning but we've said right back at the very beginning the day we don't need a show like Shout Out it'll be a very happy day not Um, yet guys it's not not happened yet no quite an intense one that one isn't it it is it's very very it's very very yeah i was gonna say you should stay quite impartial it's very hard not to i think i think Uh, we've tried to wear it up and and i think it's really good to look from the outside in um and and to read around the subject and read about the subject because there's always going to be every single story that's going to be written about this is going to be written slightly differently um but you know i think it's really really important for our listeners to hear that you know there is there is people who are who are reading and researching this and want to share it with them. Um, yeah. But it was th- interesting seeing the stuff on the census as well because yeah. if, if you took the demographic like eighteen to twenty-five, actually the percentage that identifies LGBT plus was was a lot lot higher. It's like well, it does, eighteen or nineteen, something uh, like that. I forget. But I it, think yeah. And some weeks ago, Tara on this, our colleague Tara on this very program said. You know, when I look at younger people, I see hope, and perhaps all of this yeah. hatred is the last gasp yeah. of people who yeah. are dying off and growing old and not going to be relevant <laughs> anymore. Yeah, you never know. <laughs> like Brexiteers, like that, <laughs> like Trump, <laughs> like that. All well, yeah, things. he's getting on. Yeah. <laughs> well, very much so. Very yeah. much so. Yeah. yeah. Well, when it, c- it comes to something, when Farage says Brexit's gone wrong. <laughs> oh. Yes, I noticed that in the news. I didn't see that. Oh, uh, yes. Is he going to apologise? Has he only just noticed? Has he been asleep for like a really, really Obviously. long time? Well, can I say, some, some companies do stick by us. Disney is. Don't forget that. Absolutely. Yeah. 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 Absolutely. Anyway, that's it for another week. As always, you can catch up with this show and many others online. All our shows are available on all good podcasting services, as well as on our website, shoutoutradio.lgbt. Plus, if you're interested in LGBTQ radio, get in touch. We're looking for more members to join the team uh, next week it shout out listeners awards winners the bisons are here live in the studio along with the ilga i'm looking forward to some of the stats from them. ilga ilga okay um from myself terry Ez, and steph say bye-bye bye shout out lgbt radio for you